When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Right now when you use code DNVR at sign up first time users, you can place a $5 bet on the NBA playoffs as we head to the finals and if your team wins you get $150 in free bets it's that simple on DraftKings Sportsbook when you use code DNVR we are your hosts Patrick Lyons and I am Susie Hunter and on today's DNVR Rockies podcast we're gonna try to have some fun before we attempt to diagnose Mr. Ermen Marquez after his stinker on Tuesday night. Yes, we're not scouts and we're not doctors, but we're going to discuss it to its fullest. We'll do our best. This is his fourth consecutive start that's been on the downturn. We caught up with Bud Black, Edmund Marquez, his catcher, Elias Diaz. We'll try to break all that down. We'll get into some first-month surprises. A few other things. We'll look at our picks from the start of the season. How well are they faring? Do we... We, we made picks at the start of the season and didn't even share all of them. We shared most. We shared a lot of them, but like we made so many... Produ- <laughs> I put so much work into these and like we didn't talk about like a third of them. Yeah, we, we should we should be uh, starting off on more of a happier note of, of certain things. And so, you know, a lot of Hall of Fame type things have gone down in the game of baseball that just just make you smile. Uh, one of the first things for me, off the top of my list, Dusty Baker gets his 2,000th win last night. He's now one of 12 managers to ever do that. Mm-hmm. As if it wasn't you know, a, a doubt before, now he's locked in. We've got, a, we've got a Hall of Famer. Last night's win by the Astros means he is now a Hall of Famer with 2,000 career wins as a manager. Absolutely. And I think it's so funny, too. So his son plays baseball. He's in the minors and hit a walk-off home run last night, too, just minutes before Dusty Baker won that 2,000th game. So that. a lot to celebrate for the family. I think he said 1,000 tweets. Which I don't know if he was just saying, oh, I've got thousands of, and then it became literally 1,000. But He has to have wow. more than 1,000 tweets. This is huge. I mean, how many teams has he been manager of? And then also, you know, played. Like, let's not forget, you know, he had a really mm-hmm. good playing career, too. So that's fantastic for him to to be able to to have that that really big moment. And, you know, they uh, at Minimade, they were able to, to show that and um, – the fans could hear what he had to say and everything. Yeah. So that was, I love that. I beautiful. love when we can hear the interview. <laughs> yeah, it was momentous. Honestly, it was very moving. And when he was also talking about how he wished his parents were there, I was like, no, stop. That's, I yeah. got a little choked up. listening that's, to it. That's so wild. Whenever you not, not to get too far off a tangent, but yeah, people in their sixties, seventies, eighties talking about their parents and be like, what well, you're, 
No, but you're the parent. Like you are that age yeah. and yet you can still be elderly, if you will, or mm-hmm. octogenarian and go, no, like this is for my dad. Or, I miss my mom and all those things. And so yeah. very touching. Hall of Fame moment also in Toronto. Now, Yankees win their 11th straight. I think they're 18 and 6 playing incredible but in the stands in toronto oh hall of fame human being got (laughs) his moment and how beautiful was that so a um a blue jays fan caught an aaron judge home run and instead of keeping it instead of throwing it back like maybe some other teams would do um he gave it to a kid who was wearing a judge shirt and the kid like just jumped into this guy's arms and was crying like it was really emotional (laughs) That was that was great. I mean, I, I don't know that the reverse would happen in New York. It wouldn't. I've seen so much bad behavior directed at Blue Jays fans in New York. There's no way it would happen in New I, York. I was building up. I'm like, I don't know if I do know that wouldn't happen in New York. <laughs> like, I, there's very few places where that probably would happen. But again, all it takes is that one person saying, well, you know, I don't care what's popular. I don't care if I should throw it back, mm-hmm. if I should keep it, if I should sell it. Do I give it back to the player? You know what? I'm, I'm going to make a moment. And there wasn't even like a delay. It was literally like picked it up off the ground. Here you go. Yeah. And I love the. No the, hesitation. And I love the still photograph like of that where you see people around looking up at this guy like, <gasps> like you are just an angel. Canadians are just built different. Canadians are different than New Yorkers. They breaking are. news. Yeah. He probably apologized. Sorry, I didn't give it to you. Sorry. Quicker. I'm sorry you didn't catch it. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I didn't catch it on the fly. I had to pick it up off the ground. Sorry. Like, wow, that's. That's pretty sweet. That's nice. All right, so uh, Rockies, we know they lost on Tuesday night. We'll we'll preview Wednesday's game. Question mark. The question mark isn't so much about us previewing the game, mm-hmm. so much as it is will a game happen. Yes. Kind of wait and see with so uh, as we're rainouts. Re- yeah, as we're recording this on May the fourth, all the Star Wars jokes. It is May the rainy. Be with mis- you. Um, thank you, and also with you. Oh, thank you. Um, that's from church, right? Um, uh, yeah, the weather is terrible, and the forecast does not look like it'll be baseball friendly. So I'm curious to see if we even have a game on this very rainy Wednesday. Yeah, it wouldn't be too bad for the Rockies if they had to play a doubleheader on Thursday because they're, of course, going to Arizona over the weekend. So that's not, you know. That much of an issue, that, that's a pretty quick flight. So mm-hmm. they're not going coast to coast where, oh, man, they're going to be dragging on Friday after playing two games against the Nationals. So uh, that that shouldn't necessarily be too bad. Something like that does happen, and it's weird, I think, how it would line up. It potentially could mean the return of a Ryan Feltner uh, who, oh, you know, when we've got yeah. doubleheaders and you need an extra starter – you know, you you could see a, a transaction like that, but we've we've got a way to go. We're we're not meteorologists, actually. I know I'm not. In your previous job, I don't. You may have, <laughs> you may have dunked your toe into that puddle that is. Oh my gosh! Meteorology. I actually, I wish I did. I always wish I went to meteorology school because I was so into weather when I was a kid. Um, but doing weather is really hard. I did it in college, and it's hard to do. Really? <laughs> Just because you're at the green screen, and there's a monitor that shows you, like, you know, where you're actually pointing on the map and what they see on TV. But, like, you see it reverse, so it's like a reverse mirror. So it's, like, hard to – I couldn't coordinate it very well, and then I would get distracted while I was trying to ad-lib because you have no scripts up there. Um, so you have to be, like, really on your game to be a great TV meteorologist. It sounds like everything that teachers had to deal with during the pandemic on zoom yeah with so over here oh no so it's on this one that's this one 
Yeah. Yeah. I think that might have been a dance there. I, I, I was watching us do the... We're doing the Kyle Schwarber kind of. Yeah, here, here. Is it there? Is it there? These guys, our guys. <laughs> All right. Uh, that, that should be this good enough for This is great material for our listeners. Should be good enough us. for a meme. <laughs> Look, first month surprises. We, we talked with Kevin Henry about, you know, the, just the best overall moments. What's going on, Adam? Uh, thanks for shouting out there in the chat. Hey, They're Adam. wide open. Super chats, you know, you go right to the front of the line. But... With Kevin Henry on Tuesday's show, we, we talked about our favorite moments in April. And I know you jumped on board late, uh, obviously right there before opening day. Mm-hmm. You were ready to go, though. You hit the ground running. Thank you. In the starting lineup, you know, big spot, RBI spot. <laughs> you've, you've been critical here so far. Thank you. One month in. But I've got to think you've had some expectations of some things or, or hey, this guy is going to be pretty good over the course of a season, but he's been really good or really bad. And so I'm just curious your take on on any of the April surprises. You know, unfortunately, Herman Marquez would probably be one of those surprises on the on the wrong side of he things. He is one of those. He absolutely is one of those surprises. I mean, I think we all expected a lot from Marquez. Were we not debating on opening day if he should have been our opening day starter? Oh, totally. Yeah. Um, and it's just like it's so... Uh, upsetting to see him like this and like he seems so frustrated so it's yeah like I we I think we all just expected better from Marquez yeah CJ Crone's been a guy who's been a a surprise through the first month where I thought you know what he could fall off just a little bit even if he just has a ho-hum kind of season 20 home runs you know maybe maybe a stint or two on the IL he's he's older in baseball terms uh but you know, 20 home runs, maybe only 70 RBI, and you go, ah, that's that's okay, but it's not what he was able to produce last year. He's been every bit of what he was last year and was, you know, almost just as good this month of, or the first month of April as he was in August. There were less games, but mm-hmm. overall, he was in the mix for NL Player of the Month Award. So, for me, CJ Crone has actually been a surprise because he's picked up where he's left off. Yeah, I absolutely agree with you too. Like I was not expecting CJ Crone to be leading the National League in home runs. Thank you. Yeah. That's awesome. I was not expecting that from him and I love it. Yeah, it's it's been fantastic. His mammoth power has been huge because the ball doesn't seem like it's traveling very far and there's you know, we're a month into the season, but we're still kind of digging into the, the details of it. Some mm-hmm. uh, studies uh, have suggested that maybe the fact that, well, now there's 20 more humidors than normal. And the 10 places who've had a humidor, Coors Field being one of them, the home run rate has essentially been the same as as what it's always been. But now those 20 new ballparks, they've almost been maybe suppressing home runs just a little bit. Does the league want something like that? Maybe. Don't know. Mm-hmm. But Crone, uh, he's... He every every one of his home runs is, is 450 feet. So you know what? You you take away 10 percent of that distance. It's still going out. It, it's still a home run. Yeah. Um, a, a different surprise. Yeah. Everyone talking about the, the balls and how different the balls are. But Bud Black was on MLB Network Radio yesterday and he was like, I don't really know what's the difference here. And yeah, when the numbers <laughs> reflect that. <laughs> sure. Yeah. No, no, absolutely. Uh, another guy that's uh, been a surprise, you know, for the wrong reason. We Chris Bryant again. He's been hurt. Uh, with his lower back, you know, was was hitting well. Didn't really have too many RBI oppor- opportunities. I, I forget where he even sits right now. Maybe like four. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he was essentially batting about 300 before the the lower back injury got him. So, you know, he's been a, a surprise on the wrong side. It hasn't been catastrophic again. Rockies 13 and 10. 
looking really solid overall in in the National League. Chad Cool, I think, would be a surprise mm-hmm. in the positive. You hope he would just stabilize the rotation. No, he's you can put me as number. You can consider me the number five starter. I consider myself the number one starter, and the numbers have backed that up. He's he's almost been their ace. Yeah, he's definitely been so reliable, uh, which has been so refreshing because guys that we've expected reliability from, we haven't gotten it. So, no, no, absolutely not. Daniel, cool Bar- stuff, Chad. Cool. Very cool. He, he's he's heard them all apparently. He ha- I would believe it. Yeah, I couldn't even imagine what it's like being in elementary school with a last name that's so punnable. Yeah, but I, I imagine he would have been at least somewhat popular because he's athletic oh yeah so it wouldn't have been he wouldn't have been on the wrong side of those, those we need, puns, right we need to ask him hey what was it like for you in elementary school <laughs> were you crushing it yes or no yeah in elementary school you know there there's there's a smaller margin between the cool kid and the uncool kid or you don't notice it quite as much so maybe that was when he first uh, realized how annoying it was but <laughs> but hey tip of the cap to everyone in Pittsburgh who already hammered him with all of the yes. cool puns and now we get to enjoy it so this is what a treat for us Daniel Bard's been uh, a really great surprise mm-hmm. he's he's stabilized that bullpen in uh, in a really great way Randall Grichuk I would have to say has probably been you know an April surprise a guy that oh, yeah. is going to maybe drive in some runs hit some hit some homers uh, I think he still only has one homer but He's he's second on the team in, in RBI. I think mm-hmm. he might have 15 right now, and he's been fantastic. He's been third in the lineup, and I don't think anyone had expected him to be that that vital and pivotal in the lineup this early. Yeah, I know. I think we were all surprised by this Tapia trade, but I feel like we won the trade. I think so. I feel like we did so far. Um, you mentioned the bullpen. Tyler Kinley has been fantastic. He has been. Very presidential. Very, very so that's much a, so. That's a pleasant surprise. Yeah. I've, I've been excited about that. Yeah, he stepped up. He's he's continued to to make progress. I mean, it was a waiver wire pickup uh, in the 2019-2020 offseason, uh, right before the pandemic. And mm-hmm. it was like, hey, who is this guy? Is this one of the only moves you're going to make? Turned out to be uh, somewhat of a stroke of genius from the, the previous general manager. We yeah. have to decide, are we going to mention his name? We can mention his name. We, But we. it's also really funny yeah. to not mention people's names. Yeah, it could be a good bit. It could be a it's good a bit. It's a good bit. Is he related to anyone that we could? I mean, we know about Josh Fuentes' cousin. Yeah. But we the, the previous. You want me to dive into his family tree too? Please do. The previous administration. I will yeah. say one more thing about Tyler Kinley. So whenever he is warming up, I will tweet Tyler Kinley is warming up. And at the beginning of the season, everyone's like, oh, no, here we go. Like, this is going to be bad. And people have stopped saying that to me. So they're I'm getting like, hyped. yes, they're getting hyped. They're on board. So that being said, I will go look into our previous general manager's family tree and see what go. I find. Yeah, everyone's hyped <laughs> and look f- looking forward to Thursday night's watch party right here at the DNVR bar on the corner of Colfax, New York. Tuesday night, it was popping off. Avs won, I think, 35-3, to three, only a field goal from the Predators. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, you know. It was Avs so- got tacos, definitely. Five touchdowns. They missed an extra point. They did get a two-point conversion. It was a blowout. Mm-hmm. Let's just say uh, Avs look fantastic. The We're bar was people. <laughs> yeah, the bar was 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 electric. Uh, make sure you're following us at DNVR underscore Sports so you can see all of that stuff. And make sure you're subscribed to thednvr.com where now it's only fifty cents for your first month. And when you're down here, even at a watch party, even when it's packed out, you get a member-sized beer, whether it's Breck Brew 
or otherwise, you get a little something extra. You also get extra raffle tickets where you can win some extra gear and some swag at dnvrlocker.com. We even have a, a, a little store and shop set up right here at the bar itself. Don't miss out on any of that. Again, only 50 cents for your first month. And you get access to that free uh, members-only Discord where there's no politics or a-holes going on. Just diehards like yourself. And that's the DNVR com way. It's also the way to get involved in the NBA playoffs. I know Nuggets are out, but uh, you can get in on all the action on the road to the NBA Finals with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets instantly when your team wins. Do you have any favorites right now in the Western Conference? <laughs> I will leave it at that. All right. Yeah, that, that laugh says it all. In the- I, I slipped in Western Conference there at the last second because I know where you were going. No comment. No I know comment. where you were going. <laughs> um, but guess what? The cool thing is the same game parlays whereby, you know what? If you have three or more legs and one of those legs don't hit, guess what? You still can get $25 in free bets from DraftKings. So they're really trying to hook it up and make it fun for you out there. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR. Bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game and win $150 in free bets when they do win. That's promo code DNVR at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. The only issue with Nuggets and Avs right now, well, the issue with the Nuggets, of course, is they are knocked out of the postseason, Mm -hmm. but the Avs... Well, there isn't a problem anymore because we got Avaca TV. Avaca.tv slash DNVR allows you to watch from the comfort of your own home, whether you're in Denver, Phoenix, Idaho. We even got it up there, all up and down the Rocky Mountain Range. Also have Altitude Sports. All you got to do is go to Avaca.tv slash DNVR and... No hidden fees, no contracts, just $25 per month plus the cost of the receiver. And your price gets locked in conveniently for two years. It's not going to go up at all. Never worry again about Nuggets, about Avs, or Rockies. Yes, they do have altitude sports. And if that's not good enough for you, we're going to make it one better. When you use code DNVR on top of that, when you go to avaca.tv slash DNVR, you're going to get $10 off your first three months. So now only $15 for the first three months. All right. This would be the moment where maybe we put on our stethoscope. Oh, yes. Lab coat. We could have that. Why didn't you tell me to bring a lab coat? I'm so mad now. Maybe. Uh, I'm sure there's a proper name. Like everything, there's there's always proper names. Like the little uh, the little plastic piece on the end of your shoelaces has that has a name. Oh, my gosh. I, what is it? Is it a feral? F-E-R-U-L-E. Don't ask me why I know that. But even the little rings inside, you know, where, you, where your laces go. Like everything has an industry term. So the little hammer that you use to hit your knee and make your, your knee flex out. The reflex that, thing. That probably, that's it. I think that's the industry standard. The reflex thing. Jeez, meteorology school. Here you're, you've, you're probably on your way to a PhD. You know about the reflex thing. You've got all the lingo down. So we're going to try to <laughs> diagnose maybe what's wrong with Edmund Marquez. Now, his, his first start, of course, really solid. Seven innings, one earned run against the Los Angeles Dodgers yeah, there. Yeah, he was a star that game. I was like, all right, this season's off to an awesome start. We're going to be the best team in baseball. He was fantastic, and it was 
precisely what the Rockies were hoping because I really feel, and a lot of other people feel this way too, Rockies were challenging Herman Marquez mm-hmm. this year. And you go, well, why would you challenge him? He was an all-star last year. He's already done it. And again, you're an all-star one time or you make it to the major leagues for a week. Have you made it? Like, what, what's the end goal? It's, it's usually you get to a place and then you want to go past it. You want to do even bigger and better things. And so I think the Rockies were very much challenging him to say, all right, you want to be the ace of this team? You want to start that third opening day and, and be head and shoulders above everyone else, right? A lot mm-hmm. of people have started two opening days. But if you want to start that third, you're going to have to prove it this season. Uh, if you want to be an all-star again, they were challenging him mm-hmm. um, again. Kudos to, to Kyle Freeland. He deserves it for all the hard work he put in this offseason. They know they're heading towards an extension. Uh, his his timeline really lined up with opening day, so you got to give it to him. Nothing to take away from him. But they were challenging him, and he thought, as you said, Susie, mm-hmm. that first start against the Dodgers looked great, and since then, not so great. Yeah, um, and especially last night was super frustrating to watch, and you could hear the frustration in uh, Erman's voice when we were talking to him after the game. Like everyone was, just, ev- the theme after yesterday's performance was just frustrating. What did you say when Buddy got done talking? I was, what did I say? I was like, oh, he was mad. You're like, I haven't seen him like I've that. I've never seen him like that. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a first for me. And, he, and it wasn't really even like that mad. And you could, you could watch on at t Sports and you go, he seemed fine. I mean, uh, I'm not going to say like more intense, but like he seemed fine. But for him, again, you, you know him well. Yeah. You know his demeanor and mm-hmm. here's where he's at, jovial, whatever. There was there was like that intensity of like, let's get down to, get down to business. Let's talk about Erman. Mm-hmm. Here's what I thought went well. Here's what didn't go well. Yeah. We're good. We're done. That's a yeah. That's a yeah. great great impersonation. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, there was like a he was very uh, concise almost. He was sure, you know, just a little sense of urgency and you know every single statement. So yeah, yeah. This is four four bad starts in a row. Yeah, in, nineteen innings in those four starts, nineteen earned runs. Pretty easy math. That's one earned run per inning. Yeah. So an ERA is over nine innings. It's a nine ERA, not great. So so. Let's let's start with Buddy. What what did Buddy have to say? Because that was the first question. Hey, last three starts weren't so good. You got to figure out what's going on. This didn't work out. What's what's next? What do you do? Maybe to tinker with Edmund Marquez. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he was saying that it's partly mechanics. It's partly probably some concentration, and it's partly not being overly aggr- him not being overly aggressive as. He needs to be. Um, so I thought that was interesting that he also brought up concentration into it. Yeah, that that was a surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of us hadn't really heard Buddy kind of go into something like that. And I don't want to say question, but kind of bring that up as as an element or an mm-hmm. aspect of things. Um, you can see that in in Marquez's body language a little bit, where you know you saw it in Philadelphia with those errors, right? Where you know, he's not rolling his eyes and he's not you know, pissed at, at the defense in that way. It's just like, eh, all right, maybe this, this start is lost. It's just, it's just lacking a certain amount of crispness. You know, he, he did say, like, you know, the fastball is the thing that he needs to get better at. 
you know, the pitching is about location. It's also about timing, messing up the hitter's timing, mm-hmm. and the fastball just wasn't where it needed to be. Conversely, Eric Fetty for the Nats, it absolutely was where it needed to be. So that's, again, that concentration, that focus, that that maybe determination that wasn't there against a Nationals team, to be fair, as we talked about on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Hey, they played really well against the San Francisco Giants. And so, you know, maybe you're seeing them at the wrong time, but you look up and down that lineup and you're like, eh. You know, outside yeah. of Josh Bell, Juan Soto, and Nelson Cruz, who hasn't been very good, you go, that's a lineup that Marquez should, at worst, be able to put up a, a quality start. Yeah, and Buddy did also say, echoing you, yeah, he needs to get the fastball in better spots. It's all about location, and that fastball just isn't in a good spot right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Elias Diaz, after the game, you know, he he used a different C-word. He said confidence. Like, is is or does her men lack a little bit of confidence? And... I like I like listening to Diaz talk. He's, I do too. Yeah. He, you know, you hear what he says the first time, and you go, "Okay, cool. Yeah, that you know, that was that was a good little uh, scrum. That was a good session." Mm-hmm. And then you go back and listen to the audio, and there's like so much depth and wisdom there that I'm like, "Man, I I would I would love for him to be my catcher." And so so hearing him describe that mm-hmm. question of like, "Hey, is it a lack of confidence?" Because it does appear to be that, and he did a good job of. And this is fitting, dancing between the raindrops, I think, in his response oh, to us. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, but I was surprised to hear about the confidence because, like, you know, we heard the word concentration, but, um, but yeah, makes sense. Yeah, he said sometimes, sometimes it, that's been an issue for mm-hmm. Marquez with the concentration issues. Uh, quote, but it's normal because we are human. We don't want to fail. We want to do everything right. And when we're struggling a little bit, we start thinking too much. But we have to turn the page and move forward. And you go, Hey, that that was kind of the right answer, but it's also true. I want that on it's a pillow. I want that stitch on a pillow. There, there, he's got a, he's got a lot of stitchable quotes. He does. I love that. Um, he also, you know, was asked, "Well, how how do you, as the catcher, because your job is, you know, to to you're almost a life coach, uh, or you're you're a pitching coach there on the field. Yeah. Uh, how do you get Marquez back to being himself? And he, he says, first of all, it's the mind. Yeah." And, and, and I think there's a lot of truth to that. His confidence. I've been talking with him, and I know he's going to get better. And so, you know, he's he's working on those things from, you know, behind the plate and understands, like, you know, that happens. You can't you can have four, you know, bad starts in a row. It's just strange for a pitcher of Herman's caliber. Yeah, no, it's crazy. But um, I like that Diaz said that he believes in Marquez and he believes in all of his pitchers. He was just like, no, I believe in them. I believe in him. Bottom line, Elias, what was the difference between what he did against the Dodgers, the best team that he's faced in his five starts, and these last four? And he said, point blank, it was confidence. Mm -hmm. Quote, he's been the same guy. The velocity is the same. The pitches move the same for me. He needs one or two good starts, and we're going to get back to it. And so that's just kind of what he needs. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know why it hasn't come earlier, but... You know he he's he's got to he's got to figure this out there now. To be clear, he doesn't need to go to AAA. I don't even think he has any options anyway. Mm-hmm. He doesn't need to go to AAA. You don't need to send him to the bullpen or anything like that. He'll figure out. It's a similar thing with Brendan Rodgers. Yeah. There also aren't any like better options necessarily. So maybe maybe an IL stint. Maybe there could be something that he's he's working through. You mm-hmm. know, don't know. Maybe we'll find out when we get to the ballpark today. Uh, but. Sometimes you just have to work through those things, you know, when you're out there on the mound. 
Well, he better figure it out before Mercury goes into retrograde because that's not going to help anyone. No. Marquez said that. (laughs) You're like, stop it. (laughs) Marquez also said that for him, it might also be a little bit of the mechanics and and his fastball command. His breaking ball was good, uh, he thought, but the command of his fastball wasn't. And, you know, we asked him, he said, you know, buddy, point blank, said, you know, maybe your focus was waning. Uh, to which Marquez responded, quote, my focus has been the same. I'm going out there to give it my best to win ball games. My concentration, my focus is still the same. Things are just not working good. Yeah, he yeah, responded to that like, no, my focus is the same. It's yeah. The same. Yeah, no, it uh, it makes sense, but you, you got to hope for things to, to get a little bit better for him going forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he'll get a start in Arizona. That might be Sunday's game. If I'm uh, if I'm laying that out mm-hmm. properly in my head, I think that'll be against Zach Allen. So that'll be could be a fun little pitchers duel. Yeah. If Marquez shows up, the Marquez we know shows up I on want, Sunday. Yeah, old Marquez, bring him back. Yeah, we need we need old Marquez. Is that anything like uh, old Logan? No, you're not gonna get that one. No. See, I'm not. See, I'm not a a comic book guy, but I know that reference. I'd, I know, I'm not. I know I, old do you Logan. think I'm a comic book guy? <laughs> Um, not the first, I know the second part you're not, but the first part, maybe (laughs) absolutely not the guy part, but (laughs) no, (laughs) um, yeah, no, uh, good old Wolverine reference there for, for anybody. You might be a Hugh Jackman fan. I don't know. I mean, everyone loves Hugh Jackman. He's great. Everyone does. He's a national treasure, but just not our nation. I think we can. the Australian treasure. If there's one thing Americans love, it's taking things that aren't theirs. True. So I'm going to say he is an American treasure. You'll send back (laughs) Mel Gibson to Australia, (laughs) but we're keeping Hugh Jackman. I see where your head's at. Uh, <laughs> hey, you know what? You know, hopefully you're, you're, you're bringing that, that good mind to the table because you had a good night's rest, and I'm sure mm. that has a lot to do with Wana Optimal's fast-asleep gummies. It's going to leave you feeling rested and refreshed in the morning. It's not like the over-the-counter stuff that's going to knock you out with powerful drugs to leave you in a fog. You don't want that. Wana's carefully calibrated formula contains 10 milligrams of CBD. That's this much. It's not that much. It's this much because it's 10 CBD. Do you know how to measure yes. milligrams? Just like that. Just like that. Just like that. 10, not more. Not more like this. Fantastic. Yeah. 10 milligrams of CBD and just a hint of THC. It's a perfect combination because in 5 to 15 minutes, your eyelids feel heavy, you drift off into sleep, and you wake up the next morning with, with a lot of clarity. You feel refreshed. It's fantastic. You can order your one Optimal's Fast Asleep Gummies at lightshade.com and get 25% off with code DNVR. Use code DNVR at any of Lightshade's 11 Denver Metro area locations well if Herman and any of his family are listening to this hopefully i don't know that we've solved anything we've just kind of explained what hasn't been going right yes well <laughs> we we can't solve anything it sounds like uh Armand has some stuff to go through up here a little bit a little bit some me- mental workouts maybe some visualization yeah you know they've uh, that's that's daniel bard's area they right should, they he's should get the together. mental he's the mental uh strength coach mm-hmm. mental health coach all those things. I'm all about mental health. He's the big brother, along with Charlie Blackman. Yeah. Uh, let's take a look back at our 2022 picks. There may be graphics. There may not be. It doesn't matter. Can you send me the spreadsheet? Because I can't find it. 
Sure, <laughs> I, I would love to. Because, of course, Patrick made a spreadsheet of this. We filled it out. No, I'm just going to tell you who you picked. Tell me, You can tell me who I picked because I have too many Gmail accounts and too many Google Drive accounts. I'm like, I can't find which one it's in. I'm glad you said it was that and not the fact that I've sent you too many spreadsheets. I'm, I'm glad it's more on, on your end. Uh, I'm, I'm very disorganized, so I can definitely take All right, so uh, you picked the, pick the Reds one. to represent the NL. No, I didn't. It's not looking well. You would know because you don't have the document. <laughs> There's no way I did. No, you you should have it now. No. So our, our picks were very close. In the American League, we had all the same division winners. We had Toronto. They're looking really solid. They Second are, place yeah. in the AL East, 15 and 10. Yankees are. They're not running away with it, but they're 18 and 6 right now. So they're looking really solid. Cool. Um, White Sox are disappointing us right now. They're third in the AL Central. We we had both those two teams. Mm-hmm. They're four and a half back of Minnesota. They are plagued with injuries, though. The White Sox. Yes. Yeah. So uh, I, uh, if uh, there's still time. Yeah. It's it's again. It's a incredibly long season. So it's May. You get those guys back. You know, late at the right time. Yeah. I'm not too worried. And that division isn't that strong to begin with. Mm-hmm. I do like Minnesota. Cleveland is always going to be there, even with a payroll of, I think it's what two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Is that their total payroll? <laughs> yeah. Two seventy five. So. Two eighty. I don't know exactly what the final number is. Uh, Houston second place. In the AL West, but they they trail the Los Angeles Angels, and I point that out because you had the Angels. Yes, I did. I did not. You had the Angels. They're first right now in the AL West, fifteen and ten. They're finally, and you know what? There are a lot of teams that will have a good start, and you go, eh, let's wait until June. Yep, people say that about the Rockies, and Mm -hmm. hey. You're, you're not necessarily wrong. Yeah. Or you haven't been wrong in the past if you look at it yes. that way. But the Angels, they're not always starting out this good. So that's really positive for Trout, Otani, mm-hmm. Jared Walsh. Taylor Ward is now a, funny, yes. a fun player. Brandon Marsh, if you need a guy who you know looks like Chewbacca here on <laughs> May the 4th, uh, maybe more of a Teen Wolf type look. But they're looking great. So, so far... Thank so good, you. you've got the Angels. Yeah. i got to give you that one. I'm very excited about that decision of mine. That was great. We both had Seattle. Yeah. Uh, they're third right now. They're 12 and 12. They're okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, very exciting, as we know. And then the uh, the area that we kind of... So I, I had the Yankees, you had the Angels. We're both feeling good about our picks. Yeah. Then, as our final wildcard team, I have Tampa Bay. Feeling good about that. And then I saw the look on your face. <laughs> you go, oh, yeah, I did pick the Boston Red Sox. <laughs> It's early. I mean, get look at the guys that are on that roster. Yeah, I they mean, can figure it out. They, I think they will figure it out for sure. I I don't know if they will, but you go well. Look, that's a team more likely to figure it out than the Reds. And you go, you know, maybe the Reds if Joey Votto gets hot. Like, okay, that's one guy. Yeah, they're they're struggling. But the but the Red Sox they've got a lot of guys. Yeah, if Trevor Story can can get hot. You know, he'll he'll be okay, and mm-hmm. and we know he can do that. All right, now in the National League, we both have the Milwaukee Brewers. Boom, 16-8, first place mm-hmm. in the NL Central. We feel good about that. We both have the Dodgers. Yeah. They're 15-7, first place. How nice for them. In the NL West. You've got the edge here in the NL East. I went Atlanta. You went the Phillies. I did. How are you feeling about that so far? Defensive issues have, have been, you know, kind of what we expected them. Harper's been a little bit banged up, but mm-hmm. for the most part, 
I mean, you're not looking to change your pick yet, right? I'm not looking to change my pick yet. No. I still feel okay about it. Yeah. Um, but I do see the Braves, and I'm like, oh man, they might they might be popping off. And of course, the Mets are on fire right now too. But at the same time, they did this last year where they were leading the NL East for most of the season, I think, and then just fell apart. The Mets will met. The Mets are gonna met. We all know this. So I just am counting on them. But I get a little nervous now because their owner just like loves to spend money and it means nothing to him. So respect for for the I have a uh, lot of respect re- release of Robinson Cano because yeah. they had guys they could have optioned down to uh, Binghamton and they said, no, the, the, our best 26 players do not include Robinson Cano. So we'll eat 40 million dollars because it makes our team better. Um, and that's the goal, right? You, yeah. you should be willing to eat that kind of money. So mm-hmm. I, I'm happy for all the Mets fans out there because they've they've suffered and uh, they're they are a bit sufferable, right? <laughs> like if if you are friends with the Mets fan, it could be it can be a challenge. But you know what? They're feeling good right now. Hopefully, they're behaving themselves. They are a little bit better than Yankees fans. I haven't heard any bad news about Mets fans. No, not yet. Not yet. Just Yankee fans. You did have Atlanta going uh, to one of the wild cards. And I I had Philly as one of the wild card teams. (laughs) So that cancels out. We also both had San Francisco, their third uh, as of the recording on Wednesday, 14 and nine. Mm -hmm. They picking up back where they left off. Then I have San Diego, their second in the NL West at 15 and eight. You had St. Louis, second in the NL Central at 13 and 10. So, I mean, all of our picks are, I think, right there. It is super early in the season, but mm-hmm. I don't think we should feel bad just yet about, about any of them. I don't feel bad about any no. of my picks. I'm still feeling pretty darn good. Yes, I'm proud of us because none of us picked the Texas Rangers, which is something <laughs> I know somebody did last year, and I was absolutely gobsmacked. So <laughs> Gobsmacked? That, that did not happen here in this case. Uh, we also, so I, I know we we had our winners for the division and the playoffs and the postseason all that jazz but i don't know if we got to our our picks for end of season awards that was the part that we didn't do this is what we didn't do um uh, at least like we did it for ourselves before the season started we did not do it for the show we had graphics made the graphics were made (laughs) they were locked and loaded i'm so sorry you're here i didn't make them that was locked Oh, okay, yeah, good. Yeah. Sorry, Kale, that you had to make graphics that we've never used. We'll we'll finish off where where we start off in the National League. Yes. So AL MVP, I had Vlad Guerrero Jr. You had Mike Trout. I yes. It's going I well did. so far, I guess. I I, I think I'm, I, I mean I this was a tough decision for me also because right. I do still love Vladdy Jr. Yeah. So much. But I'm happy with these picks. Yeah, I mean Trout. It's it's really only a matter of being healthy, and yeah, you know the, the question is like, all right, who would you rather take, Trout or Otani? I mean, if that was just the matchup, I would personally take Otani mm-hmm. because of that. Like he's got that intangible that I think voters would use as a tiebreaker. Yeah, and they're again they're on the same team, so that's why you go you almost put them in the same basket, and you go, oh, that could mm-hmm. be. But if Trout's healthy and if Trout says, hey, you know what? I feel like people aren't talking about me enough as being the best player. I need to go back out and prove it. Yeah. And you go, well, yeah, no one is better. I don't know. It, that, that's a conversation we need to have this this year at some point. Yeah. Is Mike Trout still the best player in baseball? It's not a slam dunk like it used to be. Yeah, yeah. But, um, it's not. This, like we've been saying, the season is young. Absolutely. Cy Young Award. My guy had a really bad first start. He settled in there. Jose Barrios, 
Not Berrios. Berrios. Yes. Emphasis on I that. I can't roll my R's and I wish I could, but. Really? Yeah, really. You can't do that? I can't. Hey, that's <laughs> ridiculous. All right. What? Uh, Jose Berrios <laughs> and Garrett Cole. Ooh. Again, <laughs> he can figure it out in New York. Will he? He's, 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 <laughs> I regret this one a little bit. Yeah? <laughs> a little, just a little bit. I'm like, no, he's due. And I'm like, ah, maybe this, maybe never. I don't know. Well, that's the thing with big time players of, of his caliber is that they they sort it out like mm-hmm. you don't yeah. you don't count them out like they rise to that challenge they don't go man I, i've been really bad for a month and i guess i'm bad forever I, yeah <laughs> i guess so it's like no i'm immediately gonna turn it around mm-hmm. and, and and just shove so uh rookie of the year both our guys have been been exciting i think i think your guy hit a homer just before my guy did because i think bobby witt jr went yard yesterday Julio Rodriguez went yard maybe the day before that mm-hmm. might have been saturday or sunday but you, you we- had j-rod and i had Bewitje. I don't know if he has a good nickname like that. I don't. I don't know if he does. Bewitje. I think that might be it. That ro- really rolls right off the tongue, Patrick. Not uh, as much as Berrios, but I'm very happy with Julio Rodriguez. Uh, we'll see what happens. And you doubled down on the Angels pick, which I respect. So you have Joe Madden as the AL Manager of the Year. That pick looks really solid. Yeah, you know, I mean, if that's the team, if that's a team that makes the postseason, then absolutely Joe Madden is winning Manager of the Year. And if he's walking guys with the bases loaded to score a run <laughs> i mean hey he's he's kind of you know doing that thing uh i had charlie montoyo there for the blue jays so that's been nice nl mvp your guy juan soto is gonna be down at the stadium tonight he's been solid he's been solid and we were talking about this yesterday i'm like oh he's gonna hit a couple of home runs here at Coors field he's already uh, hit one one in one in a quarter one in a quarter because he was that ball going out? I don't know if it was. I don't know if Hilliard robbed him officially of a homer. I didn't see the replay, yeah. or if he just you know took away extra bases. I, I don't know. I didn't see it. It. I, I feel like if Hilliard was just a little off, it would have been a home run. Yeah. I think. I think it, it was a robbery. I tweeted that it's a, it robbery, was a robbery, so I have to double down. But what kind of a robbery? It could be. You could rob a double. You could rob a triple. I think it was a home run robbery. Okay. I think so. All right. Go to the tape. You hear? Oh, wait, no, we're no, not ready no. for that. We don't, we don't have, have the rights. rights. No, 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 Jinx. Um, you owe me an elbow shake. All right. Uh, I had Bryce Harper. That bum elbow has been hurting him a little bit, but the Phillies are going to get him back on track. It's going to have to be with Bryce Harper. In the NL, uh, you know, I feel like the last three years, I've been a big fan of what Walker Bueller does. And I, have, and I always forget to mention him as being like a Cy Young guy. Mm-hmm. You didn't. You have him as... Yeah your Cy Young Award favorite in the National League, and I think he's looked really solid. Yeah, and you know, he's also the star of my fantasy baseball league, so, you know, I I, I had to yeah. support, you know. So if I win, I will send him a Sue's World Series ring. There you go. That's my dream is to actually win one of these leagues for once and then just spend more money than I won on stupid rings to send to the guys who are on my team. Now, Max Freed, my guy from Atlanta, he's 3-2, and two, has a 3 ERA, and you go, eh, all right, that's okay. But according to Fangraphs, .9 wins above replacement, which is 7th best in all of baseball and my 5th best in the National League. So I'm feeling good not bad, not about bad, that Patrick. pick, too. Uh, then finally, uh, we've got Rookie of the Year Award, Seiya Suzuki for both of us. And I think we've hit a home run there on that one. He's crushing. I love this for him. Yeah, he's been great. Uh, NL uh, Rookie of the yeah. of the Month for April. 
That's been really good. And uh, then manager of the year, Bob Melvin of the Padres. I went with Joe Girardi again, doubling down. I'm like, okay, if the Phillies win the NL East, like I predicted on this um, legally binding spreadsheet, Joe Girardi's absolutely NL manager of the year. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll revisit it all throughout the season. You're and gonna hear about our predictions all season long. Settle in. <laughs> I, I think we're we're pretty much like locked in together. Uh, as far as like feeling good, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't necessarily see any edges. Uh, you know, if you add up all the wins and losses on our picks, they're probably come out as even. So we'll have to decide. Well, we'll have to make an, a bet, even though the season's already started. I, yeah. Again, I think we're we're still on even footing. Yeah, I still have would have more confidence in my picks, you and yours. So I have to see. You know what. Uh, what happens to the loser? Or well, maybe the winner gets something. Yeah. I don't like punishments, but. I would say the most concerned pick that I have is uh, our, we both have the same AL Central pick, the White Sox. I'm like, if they don't figure it out, like they have all those injuries and if they like miss this window, that's sure. the only one I'm concerned about is the White Sox blowing it. I would put Phillies and Seattle hmm. in, in uh, tied as my two picks that I'd be most worried about because again i think atlanta is going to be okay but if the mets don't let up that that could squeeze out philadelphia there yeah. uh, as one of my wild card picks and then with seattle again you got all those teams in the al east playing incredibly well and boston yeah. hasn't gotten hot yet so you go maybe that squeezes out seattle and your angels, your angels, my angels. If they make the my postseason, Los angels. that's that's again <laughs> going to squeeze out the Mariners. So I feel like I got two picks that I'm a little bit worried about. I don't know. Maybe Edge goes to Susie here after the first maybe. month. Maybe. Did you know that when I was a kid, I didn't know that the Angels were a real baseball team? I thought they just made them up for Angels in the outfield. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that was real little. That's didn't fair. Didn't know they were a real team. <laughs> that movie came out when you were 24, though. No, so, it didn't. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Came out before I was born. Well, they they did come out with uh, new logos and uniforms. I think that like corresponded. Didn't necessarily correspond with the movie. It was when Disney uh, became part owner of mm-hmm. the Los Angeles Angels, which at that time they were the Anaheim Angels because yes. Disneyland was in Anaheim, mm-hmm. and so that kind of tied in and had those Disney Disneyish logo, you know, with the wings, mm-hmm. you know, behind the A and it had like a light blue color in there as well. It was yeah. it was big during the Tim Salmon and, and Garrett Anderson era. Thought they were just didn't thought they were fake. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> now I I know that they're real and they're really going to do What well. about the team from Major League? Real? Did you, did you know that one was real? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. And then rookie of the year, you're like clearly the Cubs are fake. Twelve <laughs> year old couldn't up. play. Wait, the Cubs are a team? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actually, that would be an, a, a curious question. How many teams in MLB have never been a part of a movie? Ooh. Now, you got to figure all 30 have been a part of a movie in some capacity. Mm-hmm. Just, just again, not like the star. You know, you have the rookie. You mm-hmm. go, oh, hey, the Rays. That was the that was the team that Jim Morris played for there. So, you know, they shoot up. Maybe you have to have a, 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 a ranking system. Oh. I need to make a spreadsheet. Oh now, my gosh. Oh my, my <laughs> spreadsheet Patrick. Spidey senses tingling. No, my spreadsheet senses are tingling here. I need to come up with a point system. Someone's going to steal this idea before me. No one's going to steal this idea. No one will do this. <laughs> How many times have the Rockies have been in a movie though? Uh, maybe, maybe that this is like a shame that I like don't, know this in any way i mean maybe san francisco was was playing them in a, in a scene 
uh, in the fan with Wesley Snippets and <laughs> Bobby D, Robert De Niro, as most other people call him. I, he's Bobby D to me. Of course, yeah. That these, these are great questions. We need to we need to find out. We know Bud Black was in Rookie of the Year. Yes, he in was. An overhead shot, not not a Rockies uniform. Mm-hmm. I I don't know if the Rockies have ever. Had that son of a gun? I don't. They think, had to have. They had to have. I don't know. I'm. I mean, if we're gonna bet on it, I'm gonna bet that they haven't. Man, that that's that's worth a deep dive in mm. movies. Going back and looking and seeing. I'm glad I said something. What's what? I'm glad I said something because now we have a whole new activity for us. Wow. We didn't I, have enough on our plates already. So. When you see Bud, let him know that I, I apologize for not making our pregame show, but I had more important work <laughs> to get to. Just say Patrick's working on a spreadsheet. He'll go, got it. I'll be like, Patrick's busy. <laughs> looking up some stupid BS. And he'll be like, of course he is. Important <laughs> BS. I got to know now. And I mean, if you, if you expand it out to TV shows, I'm sure. What was that show with uh, the young woman who pitched for the Padres? Was it Rookie? No. It was one season. I think it was on Fox. I don't remember the show. It was, uh, I want to say, circa 2016, 2017. She was like the first this. female player. In MLB, that that was the story, and she played for the Padres. Interesting. I think she was a starter. I have no recollection of this show. One season? Yeah. I do not remember this. Bobby Valentine was the shortstop in the show? No. No, of course not. That makes no sense. It doesn't make any sense. But I also just want to get your reaction. Bobby Valentine wasn't in the show. He could have been. I I never watched an episode of it. I'm just aware of the show's existence. I'm assuming Bobby Valentine is listening because we're good friends. So but I just let thought, us know. <laughs> but I, I just want to see if I could dupe you. Go, wait, why? He was playing shortstop in a show from 2016. I don't know if he could pull that off. No, I thought you were just like joking, but I was like, no, is he like really in the show? He looks younger than Robert Redford did in The Natural. I will say that. Hey, Bobby Valentine looks great. Bobby and he's got youthful, youthful spirit too. Future. What's the over under on future guest of the show, Bobby Valentine? Uh, oh my gosh. He better come on. Bobby, of course you're listening, but... His birthday's coming up? His birthday is coming up. It's the 13th. He's a Taurus. All right. Everyone knows that. There you have it. Well, we'll (laughs) see if we get a game in today. We got a pot in. We got a pot in. That's That's bottom line. The important part. That is the most important part. It's going to be Tale of Two Left-Handers in Austin Gomber and Patrick Corbin. The Blake Street Gomber. That's it. Versus... The sixth best baseball-related Patrick in Denver right now. There's a lot of Patricks that we have in the press box. There are. Yes, we are loaded with Patricks. No Pats, just Patricks. Actually, there's the Pat Graham. Oh, you might okay. not have met him yet because he's, he's, he's got other sports that he covers for the Associated Press. I've never press. met Pat Graham. Great guy. He's kind of the life of the low-key life of the party. Oh. He's... he's he, he's just a good guy. Like, if okay. you hang out with him outside, he's always doing something. He's in a, a pickleball league. Just He's an elite human being. Pat Graham, big, big shout-out. And Larry Patrick, yes. mayor of Walsenburg, Colorado. <laughs> shout-out to Larry Patrick. How you doing? <laughs> a lot of Patricks. You're loaded with Patrick. One more at the ballpark here, Patrick Corbin. And then, of course, the getaway day on Wednesday. We'll see if we get 20,000. I don't know if how many people are going to be coming out. It'll be more than in Oakland. We know that. It, everyone, ha- minor league teams have better attendance than Oakland. Yeah, we need to make a graphic where it shows like the bottom five teams or it shows all 30. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, have one for all the Rockies affiliates to show they are all <laughs> out projecting and have a better average attendance. Although, I mean, I don't, I don't know about Spokane and Fresno. Spokane has been a little bit cold and, yeah. and rainy there. So they might not be averaging more than, say, 4,000. 
we got to look up the the numbers. We'll see. We'll have to spreadsheet. We make a spreadsheet. Spreadsheet. Get okay. on it, Patrick. Spreadsheet. All right. Well, uh, follow us on Twitter at DNVR <laughs> underscore Rockies. I'm at Patrick D. Lyons. I am at the Susie Hunter. Make sure you show some love to our fantastic producer, Yahir Vasquez, at Yahir G underscore Vasquez. It's been great. It's been fun. But you know what they say about momentum. It's only as good as tomorrow's podcast. So we'll talk to you then. 